Welcome to the Idaho Catholic Podcast, coming to you from beautiful and spacious western Idaho. Boy, we have a great topic to share with you tonight with a great group of guys. In just a minute, we're going to jump in on a conversation that we were having earlier today, and I'd like to share this with you, and I hope uh, you find some enjoyment in it. Okay, here we go, tapping in. Welcome to another edition of Idaho Catholic Podcast. We've assembled once again to talk about the Catholic faith. Who do we have on the line? Ryan Klein here. John Allen here. And this is Mike leading off the podcast. It feels like we're missing someone, though. Uh, Can you? Hmm. It just doesn't feel like it to me. (laughs) Do we have anybody (laughs) muted? Well, we, we are missing someone, and probably a lot of you already know this, but our very, our very own Deacon Pat Kearns has left Idaho, has defected back to California. We miss him so much, uh, but we have decided to keep the podcast going. Um, and we, we were thinking about that. We've been brainstorming for a while, like, what is it that, you know, why do we want to keep this podcast going what is it that we want to talk about we've had we've had a lot of of fun the past oh i guess year or so uh talking about how the faith interacts with our lives and how as as men we live we authentically live out the catholic the catholic uh the catholic life so I don't know, guys. You know, we've talked a little bit about why we want to keep this going, what what the need is, what 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 our, what our, the theme is. Um, what's our target? Who's our target audience? What, what what do we want to talk about? Well, if I could jump in really quick, you know, I think um, the average man out there that's not even a Catholic, I think, without even knowing it, the average man out there is trying to live a Catholic life. The average father out there is trying to be a Catholic, um, a truly Catholic father um, representative within their family to, to their children and to their wives without even really knowing it, um, without even being a, a participant within the Catholic church. And I, I think it goes to what it means to be a man, um, an authentic man right i think that we we oftentimes there's this huge stereotype that you know the catholic church is full of gray-haired women with rosaries and and that's that's what church that's what church is for is for that type of um that type of person but it is it is for them definitely but it's also for everyone you know the catholic means universal and I think there's a there's a big need for for talking about and for networking with with other other men to you know and and talking about how do I be a masculine churchgoer how do I be you know I I grew up playing basketball a lot you know and and how do I be a full court press Catholic? Definitely seems like there's the there's that idea out there that churches whether it's Catholic or any other church is churches for women and children mostly and it's just boring for men doesn't have anything to offer you know, kind of that touchy-feely stuff right yeah yeah, yeah. 
But you know what? When I when I was a, when I became when I converted from Protestantism to Catholicism, I I had a lot of my Protestant friends were like, "Wow, isn't it like that's a big change?" You know, like isn't it going to be kind of boring? <laughs> I was like, I was like, "What?" You know, well. <laughs> If you're going to church to be entertained, then I suppose it could be boring. But I, but I would always respond with, I don't care if it's the most boring place on the entire planet. You know, I'm Catholic because it is the true faith. And and yes, sure, let's just say it's boring. Does, is, is, that, is that what qualifies uh, a church to be valid? Is that how we determine whether a church has the truth is by how exciting it is? So. Um, I'd always throw it back, you know, it's like, Hey, it's, it's not on the church to be entertaining. It's on them to have, have the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another thing too, is, you know, that, that argument of, yeah, churches is um, going to be, you know, rated on what I get out of church. Um, You know, Ryan uh, in our uh, family ministry, we were just uh, watching a video from, um, uh, Father Mike Schmitz about active participation in church. And remember how he was talking about, you know, what I get, you know, I attend a service and what I get out of this, you know, like a, kind of the, I'm a, at a rock concert sort of feel vibe out of it, you know, versus um, it's not about you, dude. <laughs> you yeah. It, yeah. It's about participating in the, eternal sacrifice of Christ on the cross that's eternally happening in heaven right now and that we will be participants in for eternity in heaven, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's not entertaining. It's what God has asked us to do. Right. You know, I don't yeah, often, exactly. I don't often hear people say, I don't get anything out of it. it, it I, it's kind of a, but I think a lot of people think that and, yeah. you know, to, to be kind of in your face about it, I would say, you know, what do you get out of it? You know, that's not only <laughs> what do you put you know, into it? Right. Yeah. There's, there's that thing, you know, father Mike Schmitz talked about, you know, the response where you get what you put into it, you get out of it, what you put into it. Yeah. And that's not really the right, the right attitude. You know, we come giving to God, not expecting to get something from him. But, but the crazy thing is, is like, what do we get out of it for crying out loud? You get the body, blood, soul, and divinity yeah. where else who what other church claims to hand that out to their parishioners this is the only place to get it that's what you get yeah i do have a i have one friend from high school who uh i went to youth group with him growing up we both grew up in the same parish but after uh after high school in his early 20s he he left the church and started going to uh I don't know what denomination, but he goes to a Protestant church now. And, and, uh, when we talked about it, when he told me that he had left the church, I, he, his reason was, I just didn't feel like I was being fed. Mm. So it's basically the, the same reason father Mike was talking about. Yeah. I don't understand when people say that, especially Catholics, because it's like, well, you know, in the, in the first place, it's not about you and what you get out of it. But, you're not being fed. You're receiving the body of Christ every week. You're literally you want. fed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's talking, yeah. he's talking figuratively, right? I'm figuratively not receiving right. any sort of uh, uh, 
growth in my spirituality by attending, but yeah. we can respond. You're, you're literally receiving Jesus, God. Yeah. One of the, the, I think the biggest thing that spoke to me from his talk was uh, kind of the picturing of watching a football game as a, you know, a spectator. Uh-huh. So if you're going to church as a spectator, of course, you're not getting anything out of it. And what you don't realize is through our baptism that we are, we are anointed, you know, we are called to be prophets, um, you know, kings and, and priests. And we are the ones down on the field. You know, he, you shouldn't be just sitting there spectating. You are the ones practicing. So the, you know, the, what do I get out of it? Well, dude, you better be down there playing, <laughs> you know, yeah. and not just sit there watching idly by. Yeah. So I, I think to kind of to navigate this back into what our original topic was, is like the theme of this. I, I'm just thinking out loud here. It's like, it's like we've been talking about taking the faith to the next level. And I think what we're talking about is like, I'm going to get ahead of myself here, but imitating Christ and providing a uh, some sort of like a shot in the arm for maybe the Catholic man out there who's who's maybe feeling a little bit apathetic towards his faith and maybe not intentionally but just that's the way it's kind of played out and I think by hearing other men like ourselves talking excitedly about the faith and how much we love being Catholic and um, almost like that coach remember that for those of you who played sports it's like that coach who when you kind of were like trying to give in and trying to, to, to slack off a little bit he yelled at you and said yeah. you know you got more in you you know bust it out you know and and get this done and oh, that's kind of what I want to do for other Catholics that that's what I hope it happens to me. And of course, what talking about things like this, I get excited. I, you know, I kind of pump my own myself up and you guys do that. And then for those out there listening that um, are having a hard time, uh, this listening to this podcast, I hope makes, makes them feel um, encouraged to keep going. Um, can, can I, can I go into the, our patron saint guys? I think it's a good, good time. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, definitely. John, you want to talk about that? No, you do a perfect job of describing this. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> really do. A, a few years ago, when I was meditating on the sorrowful mysteries, one of them is is the fourth mystery. Uh, sor- fourth sorrowful mystery is Jesus carrying his cross, and it dawned on me that Jesus could not carry the cross by himself. He could do it, and the soldiers had to find someone to help him. And and so I, I've always had this special place in my heart for Simon of Cyrene. Um, often I would hear it when I heard speakers at men's conferences and retreats, they talk about how, you know, what the enemy wants to do, he wants to take you off, make your, make you a loner, and then he can pick you off because you have no support. And so, they, you know, speakers would often say, you know, stay plugged in, get a group of friends, you know, hang around other men, be encouraged, you know, as iron sharpens iron, um, that kind of thing. And, and then I, was, so I was meditating on the Sorrowful Mysteries, and I was like, oh, boy, everyone needs a Simon of Cyrene in their life. And I wanted to, you know, I, I, I really identified with, with Simon of Cyrene, not only as feeling the responsibility to help others carry their cross, but also uh, knowing that, you know, hey, 
don't be prideful. Don't be too prideful to, to ask for help. And I still do it to this day. I'll, I'll be feeling crummy and down. And if it's not because I'm not getting good nutrition or not getting to sleep, it, it, it's because I haven't, I've, I've pulled myself away from other men. But yet, of course, you have to be careful what men you're hanging around with, right? Yeah. <laughs> True then, that. Ryan, um, we were talking about how <laughs> it's just like uh, you kind of on the flip side, it's like uh, Simon of Cyrene wasn't exactly willing. <laughs> yeah, right. I always think of him as like the who, me, saint. <laughs> so it's like he was kind of pressed into service uh, reluctantly, but that's not always yeah. bad either. I, yeah. I feel I definitely identify with him sometimes when I kind of maybe I see a need or something where I, I, I kind of think like, oh, they could, maybe they could use some help or maybe I should do that, but I don't really want to. Mm-hmm. But then some, some guy, you know, comes up to me and he's like, hey, why don't you help out with this or whatever? And then I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, reluctant, the, the reluctant participant. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, to close, I guess to close this out, the verse that I want really to echo for all of our podcasts is is First Corinthians eleven one. That's easy to remember. It's just all ones, right? First Corinthians eleven one, and it's a short verse. Everyone can memorize this one. And this is the RSV version. It says, "Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ." So what Paul is saying is, "Hey, you follow me, and if you follow me." you'll be following Christ. And so I say, hey, you listening, follow us as we follow Paul, who is following Christ. And in doing so, you'll be following Christ and you'll be growing closer. And so, you know, at the end of every day, this is a great examination of conscience. You know, I mean, can you say about yourself today? Could you go back on every, if you had every person you interacted with sitting around you, could you say, could you, in good conscience say, hey, all you people that I just interacted with today, follow me as I follow Christ. Are they going to look at you and go, oh, hypocrite? <laughs> Are yeah. they going to say, yeah, that guy inspired me? And so I want to inspire people to follow Christ. Our job is to get ourselves to heaven, but it's also to get dozens and dozens of more people into heaven with us. So follow us as we follow Christ. Amen to that. Amen. All right, guys. Well, remember that, guys. 1 Corinthians 11.1, be an imitator. We'll close it with that. Amen. Well, I can't believe it's that time already, you guys. What a great topic and great conversation you shared with uh, the listeners tonight. Well, we'd like to say goodbye from the Idaho Catholic Podcast crew, the men. You know that uh, we're thinking about you through the week, and please pray for us as well. We hope you have a wonderful night, a wonderful week, and always know that God loves you and forever desires to keep you. God bless and good night.